Hello there, and welcome to the JRE Review for episode 1256 with David Lee Roth. Now, this conversation between Joe and David uh, was cool because, obviously, Joe Rogan's a big fan of Van Halen, and, and he loves getting these rock stars on, um, whether it be like Steven Tyler or whoever he gets on. And I think over these like three-hour-long periods, you really do get a good sense uh, and a really unique perspective of like who these what it's like kind of to be a rock star at that level i mean it's a very bizarre life it's very different and rogan's talked about it before he thinks that it's one of the most extreme types of lifestyles um because you know r- massive rock stars can do whatever they want and you know they're quirky quirky people uh, and, and this podcast was an example of that. So anyway, let's start the review. Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Review, where each week I review every single episode of the Joe Rogan Experience. What more do you want? So yeah, Van Halen is one of those bands. I mean, they're so massive. There's really nobody that doesn't know who they are you know what i mean they're up there they're like rolling stones big and um and this guy's lived a life i mean just been famous and the top of his game for how long it's crazy you know it's it's crazy that there's almost any normalcy with these guys uh think back to the steven tyler um aerosmith podcast with joe and uh you know, Stephen was kind of just like almost losing the conversation, you know, and just kind of going off on like the singing and his stories would just kind of trail. And I mean, it was, you know, he's a little nuts for sure. But again, he's so super famous. You know, nobody ever tells him to shut up. Nobody ever says your stories are boring. He just goes and everyone sits and quietly listens. And I think in the same way, you've got that with David, though David Lee Roth does some interesting things to keep himself grounded, uh, or at least I assume that's kind of why he's doing it. And and he's also, he was telling Joe that, uh, you know, he takes on these other experiences to kind of rich in his, his experience through life. It helps him, you know, writing songs, understand people better, and just kind of have, uh, you know, more fulfilled time. One cool thing he did for a while was he was an EMT, and he talks about that with Joe. And so he trained to be an EMT. It was like a year of something, you know, college, basically. And then that was it. He was, like, cleaning out the trucks and traveling around New York, and he'd show up and, uh, you know, to an emergency, and it would be David Lee Roth. Uh, Just that idea is really interesting. And, And it's also... It is eccentric, right? I mean, he doesn't need to be doing that. What is he doing that for? It's it's dangerous. It takes time. He could be doing anything. But, you know, there's elements. He wants to kind of give back is what it was coming across. But also he just wants those experiences. He wants something new and different. It's not like he needs the money. He he needs the, the adventure. Um, what... Something that was really cool in the conversation is just how kind of how active uh, David is. He, I, I guess he now doesn't own a car, so he just rides around on his bike 
and uh, loves doing that. And he kind of show up to uh, events with, you know, uh, like an outfit over his suit if he's going to dinner. So he can just, in the rain, take it off and head into the event like he, you know, showed up in a limo. And no one's the wiser. And I guess that's just kind of how he likes to get around. It's an interesting thing to do. I mean, I, I almost couldn't understand what he's trying to get at there. I mean, it's one thing to be like physically active, but then why would you want to show up to an event like that? You could get a cab or you get a limo. I mean, you're very rich. If you're doing it just because you're making a point of being eccentric, that's one thing. Um, but but I think it's just that, you know, when you're riding a bike through the streets or whatever, especially in bad weather, like you're really tuned in to what's happening. You're there in the moment, right? You, if you're getting chauffeured somewhere, maybe you're just staring at your phone and kind of zoning off into space. So so maybe it's just uh, an example of him wanting to stay very present. Uh, I was trying to figure it out through the conversation. And, and, and when you listen to the podcast, you know, ask yourself that question and, and see what he's trying to do with it. But it's, it's what it seemed like. He just wants to stay very present with all of his experiences, whether they're uh, him kayaking um, down one of the rivers in New York City illegally or uh, rock climbing or, you know, just all these sorts of experiences. It's not just that there's like an element of danger, but there's a, an element of present, presentness. Like you can't just uh, zone out when you're doing these things. And, and maybe... Maybe that's kind of uh, along that line. He was saying that he doesn't uh, use a smartphone. I guess he does have one, but generally he's just not messing with phones all the time because he doesn't like the entrapment of apps and so on. And, and you hear that more and more. Joe definitely has been talking about it. Um, for Joe Rogan, he's got a ton of Instagram followers and Twitter followers, right? So he does like to connect with them, and it's good to kind of push his show dates and other things. So, of course, he's going to still use it. But he has started this kind of dialogue through the podcast as saying that he's he's work, he's work been working on kind of disconnecting from that medium. Give him a little bit of space. I think it's healthy for everyone. You know, I hear just people that I know uh, on any level of social media, whether you have like 200 followers or 200,000, is saying that they're kind of disconnecting a little bit if they can. It's healthier, you know. It's it's they give the example David does that I really like on on his conversation with Joe. He said it's like going to the fridge when you know you don't have any food. It's like just a habit of going to the fridge and looking inside and seeing what there is. Like you know there's nothing in there, but it's like oh every couple of minutes I need to check. Phones are the same way. If you watch people with it, it's just like when they don't know what to do with themselves, you know, if if it's been a few minutes and they haven't checked their phone, and they just sat at a table or just chilling out somewhere or at Starbucks or whatever, they're, they're not looking around to try and hold a conversation. They're just straight on the phone and seeing what's happening. And you know where they are. They're on Facebook. They're on Instagram. They're, you know, I've done it. I've been victim to it. Um, but yeah, in the same way, I try and disconnect. And when you hear people like this, um, really actively disconnecting, like maybe not even having a smartphone with them, or on most of the time, um, you know, they're doing it for an important reason. And it's and it's interesting to hear because you're like, okay, all right, maybe this guy has something here, maybe knows something, you know. Um, going back into 
David's storylines. He he's obviously lived an incredible life, and it's fascinating for him to discuss it with Joe. But but it is funny the way that he talks as well. And I mean, it's it it's kind of reminiscent of when Steven Tyler was on the podcast because he would. He would talk a lot and tell a story, but he he would go on like one tangent after another and do it very quickly. And it was almost difficult to kind of follow his train of thought. It was almost like a stream of consciousness that Joe was very good and very patient as well at kind of bringing it back around, like to make the point and bring it back around and and kind of, I guess, in a way, keep control of the conversation because it was almost like a bit of a scatterbrained um storytelling event and uh and he was laughing at his own story a lot i mean he was very energized and excited with it but it was a little distracting because i was like wait where is he going with this and uh it it would happen often you know he would just kind of like spin around on his own thought process you guys listen to it you know listen to it and 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 let me know what you think or just listen to it and and answer that question but um it was a little tough in some ways and i don't usually get that with with joe's podcast either joe is good at controlling this conversation enough to keep everything flowing but he was very patient and didn't say a great deal during this podcast um relative to others and really let david kind of just like get it out which was very respectful of him being the guest, but at the same time, um, it was kind of difficult at times to be like, wait a minute, what was the question, or where, where is he going with this story? But yeah, still, a, a fascinating insight into uh, a rock legend, and uh, really cool to get to know, and he, he sounded like, uh, you know, just a fascinating guy that like cares about people, and wants to leave, like, uh, a you know a positive mark in place of of what he's doing i i really enjoyed it i hope you guys do too and thanks a lot for tuning in bye